Welcome back to another episode. Today we're joined by Mr. Brandon Johnson. Thank you for being here. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I appreciate you guys having me, man. I appreciate it. I'm glad I bothered you, man. I know you got a busy schedule, but you guys fit me, and I'm thankful for that, man. Appreciate you pulling up. So, for the people that don't know, if you want to get into like who you are and your kind of your journey, who am I? First, I want to say I am a child of God. I know that's intense, man. Nah, but um, definitely, man, I, I grew up in Houston. Uh, it's home. This is where everything started. Uh, I had a solid journey, man. A lot of things that transpired in my life from a kid. Um, it started early. You know, I was exposed to a lot of things, which, um, you know, led to certain uh, decisions in my life, man. So um, I'll speed up to high school. I went to Willow Ridge High School, man. I picked up a basketball early. Um, but I also played football. That was my passion. Uh, basketball, Just I just felt like... I couldn't wear cleats in school, you know what I'm saying? So um, basketball was just more open, I think. It was just more blunt to the point where I was able to really, I'm going to say this, I'm I'm a confident person, so I kind of want to show my face and show my expression. Football, you can't really do that. You You don't want to be under a helmet. Yeah, football, you kind of got to be like, you know, just think about this. How many players that play football right now that you don't know? You get what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's, that's you get what I'm saying? Like, for me, uh, but for me, so I would say this, when I was homeless, basketball supplied me with sweats and Nike shoes. And, Wait, you were homeless? Yeah, so I was homeless in, in high school. My last, like, three and a half years, I was trying to find a place. You know, I didn't really have, and when I say homeless, it's I'm basically, you don't have a place to call home. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like, I was right. sleeping at, you know, homie's house. I was, you know what I'm saying? So I jumped out in the streets early. Uh, it was a decision I made to really pursue my dreams and my passion. You know, I think um, now I have amazing father and my mom's, you know, like my mom's had a situation where we, I met my dad around fourth grade. Uh, I had to go to him. And then um, me and my dad, we just kind of bumped heads to a certain extent. I think it was a moment, the fork in a row, I would say, where I made a decision like, listen, I want to do something amazing. And the moment I made that decision, it was it, it was it was like I was immune to any kind of discipline or any kind of comments because in my head, uh, shouts out to Master P, man. He gave me an opportunity early when I was a kid, and he opened my mind up. In terms of what? Uh, I like for me, I think anybody that's growing up in, in in the hood or anything like that, man. I think for us, we need a. Um, I want to start my nonprofit where I grab kids like that and expose them. Yeah. It's nothing like that kind of positive exposure, you get what I'm saying? So Master P, without him even knowing, he don't know what I'm going through at home. But when he picked me up and gave me an opportunity, um, I was traveling around the world, you get what I'm saying? And I'm here in these kind of places, and all of a sudden my mind is saying, wow, this is out here. You know, some people haven't been off 288 or um, 2234, you know what I'm saying? From where I'm from, I know a lot of people that haven't, you know, they think Louisiana is a road trip or or... You know what I'm saying? Like, that's traveling, you know? So I end up getting the opportunity to play with Master P. And so when I go back home and I'm sitting in the midst of everybody in my family, I'm telling myself, like, yo, I got an opportunity. And I think around eighth and ninth grade, me and my dad started bumping heads because he didn't understand my passion for the sport, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's when I kind of had a moment where it was like, where you gonna live? (laughs) You know, I had two bags of clothes and I just left the house and I started trying to piece together, but um, I bring- What age? 
I was probably about 16, 15, 16. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, man. So um, from there, man, I just start, you know, I, I start going through my battles. You know, that was the first biggest decision I made. I do a speech um, now, we'll talk about later with the universities. It's called The Power of Decision Making because it's so key in life. And uh, a lot of people, and, and the fork in the road, a lot of people don't know when it's the fork in the road. You just think you're making a decision, but this is the decision where, you know, this is, this is where you figure out the positive or the negative side of life, you know, or your life could elevate or transpire to the trajectory of things, you know what I'm saying? Right. So um, that moment for me was huge. Um, I ended up later, like, probably going into my senior year, my, um, one of my best friends, his grandma heard about it, and uh, she took me in. So that was a blessing. But, man, God has been so instrumental. You know, I wouldn't be here without him, you know, through that journey. Um, you know, I was in the streets, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I know he had his, he had his halo around me, you know, at that moment. So um, that's kind of like my childhood, man. Like I said, I was kind of all over the place. Um, my parents moved around, and then I kind of went on my own journey. And then God blessed me with the opportunity to play at the next level, man. Um, I went to University of San Diego, uh, which was an amazing experience. Have you guys been to San Diego? No, not yet. Oh, I'm done with this part. I'm done. <laughs> Listen, yo, so San Diego. Everywhere else. Yeah, San Diego is like a piece of heaven, dude. Like, I did some business uh, to some big time schools, man. I went to San Diego and I was just like, yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I played 60 minutes with the team and I was just like, I'm signing. You like a walk on or was it a trial? Nah, it was full scholarship. You know? Yeah, man. So I had, I was highly recruited. Um, Somehow, like I say, it was God, man. Somehow God had his hands on me and something that I didn't see in myself, everybody else did. And uh, sometimes that's all it takes, man. And I never gave up on myself in a sense, but college wasn't, I'm going through so much, college wasn't the first thing on my mind. You know right. what I'm saying? So when I got the opportunity, dude, I didn't even know, I didn't even think about the real circle of like, you going to college. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was so dumbfounded, man. I was in the streets so long where uh, I didn't grow up like a lot of kids, um, this, as far as the school I went to, I went to a private school, University of San Diego is a private school, and um, all these kids grew up around education. You know, yeah. we, in our lives, really, during that time, it's like kids just gotta go. But we're not walking to that school, going into that school thinking, I'm about to get a good education. I'm about to go get the best education. You just going to school. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's different when your life is centered around that. You get what I'm saying? Like, when I walk in the gym, I know what time it is because that's my, that's that's how So what was your life centered around when you went there? Basketball? To college? Yeah, but I'm thinking, this is how far gone I am. I'm thinking like the movies, that basketball season starts when we get there. Shit, basketball season starts with October. You know what I'm saying? You got preseason. I'm like, <laughs> coach is like, we got to go get books. I was like, what? <laughs> books? I'm not even thinking I'm going to school. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm that mm-hmm. far gone. So college was tough for me. Like I said, I had two bags of clothes when I went there. You know, I, I stayed with, we had a condo with five other teammates uh, that summer. And uh, these kids came up there with their parents. You know what I'm saying? I didn't come up there with my parents. By you know? Yeah. They don't know, but the, the coaches... Back, back, the coaches in the office don't know back home, I don't have a home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is it for me. I got all my chips in right now. You know what I'm saying? I, and my, one of my good friends, Jonathan Simmons, uh, I saw with San Antonio Spurs, he got a great story, and they asked him um, about his story. And he, they was like, what was your plan? He said, my plan was to make plan, my plan is to, for, they say, what's your plan B? He said, to make plan A work. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah, you, so, got, you gotta think like that, man, because if you have multiple plans, yeah, 
that's the beginning of the end. Like, yeah. You don't want to have multiple plans. You want to go all in, but you want to be self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be smart. You, if you were like an average basketball player, yeah, and you were aware of that. Mm. Would have been different. Yeah, yeah. But see, at the at that moment, I I had no idea. For me, I just didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like San Diego was beautiful, but it's also in the back of my head. Like I I, I'm scared if I don't say yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't have a mentor. Uh, A lot of these kids have to have mentors behind because you don't you don't they don't hold your hand. So if, it's just like life. If 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 you come in the office talking about money and you really don't have that knowledge, man, them people gonna take everything you got because they gonna know they gonna know the gaps. They gonna know the lingo. If you don't speak it, they gonna take advantage. So when I get there, it's like, hey, this you you need. I needed this. And then when you're on the other side, like when you when they that's a product. Apple they have a product that you need. They don't have to sell it no more. You know what I'm saying? So right now, they know this school is beautiful. They can look at me and see, like, you need us. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm already behind. So when I right. get there uh, to speed it up, like I said, I had two bags of clothes. One of the toughest times for me was um, to see these kids with their families. And I put two bags of clothes in some drawers, and I don't have no bedding. You know, all that stuff. I had no idea I needed all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the things that you guys know. Like essentials. Come on, dude. I'm not thinking anything. I got two bags of clothes. This is my journey. You know how you can see them little cartoons? They got the red little stick with the, uh, the little red bandana on there. Dude, that was me. I When I flew out there in California, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is everything I got. You know, I thank God me and him built the empire. You know what I'm saying? Like, I put my feet in there. You know what I'm saying? You mentioned... Uh power of like making a decision yeah. right? I want to get into that yeah. because I feel like it's a valuable topic and a lot of people struggle with making decisions yeah. you know you can overthink a lot of minor things and we're all guilty of that you know you, you think about something there's a book called Blink mm-hmm. the power of making decisions like thinking without thinking Right. so I want to hear your thoughts I'm curious to see how you think about that topic oh man for me I, I try to stay so disconnected with any emotions towards that you know for me i i think you just got to be confident um you never know i i I was talking to uh, some of my partners yesterday and we was just saying like listen you can make all the right decisions going in the wrong direction and i think that's the scariest thing you know what i'm saying so you really just got to pray on it stay confident and walk into it you know even when i started public speaking i had no idea how this was gonna go but a lot of people are with that fear it keeps them from making the decision you know, sometimes you just got to go and it can be the right or wrong decision, like I say. But it's until God come down here and say, listen, that's the right decision. But he'll give you signs and you can feel it. You can. It's a, it's a feeling you get when you're doing the right thing. Like my son's sitting there. That's the right thing for me. I don't have to question that decision. You get what I'm saying? So you can feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 it's, it's no like way. Intuition. Yeah, you can feel it. Your spirit. They call it your yeah. spirit. And a lot of things. You. That's why you got to get so connected to God. Because uh, I don't know you guys' spiritual foundation, but for me, God has always been my my. Yeah, that's and, and for when you yeah. get out there on your own, man. And, and the only reason why I, the difference I think it is when you become conscious, you're held accountable. I'll just use this example. Think about this for women and men think about when you're young right and you just say relationship i know kids in high school and you know early in college they probably got 50 women it never comes across your mind this is wrong but the older you get with experience you become conscious like this is hurtful 
this is not right, this cheating and all this, you become conscious, so you start playing. You might still do it, but the level of it, you might tone down because you're more conscious of your mistakes. And the more conscious you become, you're held accountable. You get what I'm saying? So for me, God kind of, I didn't know. I was doing some wrong, and I did a lot of negative things, but I wasn't set down and taught right and wrong to that extent on the next level. Like, say yes, ma'am, and stuff like that. I, I compliment my father because he gave me values. My mom's come from a rough background. My dad gave me rules and regulations, which propelled me to the next level. It prepared me for, and I wouldn't change my script because without my mom's situation, which was completely, I just say gangster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And my dad was a man that got up and went to work. So with those two different um, blends, I was blessed because who knows? If you believe in God, you know certain things are kind of destined might have supposed to went like this but without having those two situations i'm not ready to hit the streets homeless wasn't scary for me you get what i'm saying because i already had witnessed some things and then my dad kind of told me if you want to survive in the streets man it's just a respect factor don't don't cross over into other people's lanes you get what i'm saying you just keep those certain principles and you you have a decent little journey you know what i'm saying so when it comes to bring back to your question when it comes to the to making those decisions and you just got to be confident. You got to be confident and have a foundation. And everything I do, I, I Toby, the, the hot music artist, he's an amazing person. Mm-hmm. Um, his biggest thing is what's your why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why? And when you're making that decision, ask yourself, a lot of people don't think before they do stuff. It's a lot of people. It sounds easy, but a lot of people make decisions without thinking first. And it puts them in situations. Yeah, I think it honestly helps to write stuff down as well. Yeah, yeah. I was against that for the longest time of writing things down, having a proper goal. Yeah. You know, knowing where you want to go, why you want to do certain yeah. things. Because people are on autopilot. They're flowing through life and reacting. Yeah. Everyone's in a reactive but, state. But that's, you know what, about writing things down, I learned a lot of people get that from college. But the people that don't grow up with, hey, write everything. You know what I'm saying? The the blueprint, it's like somebody getting out of prison. And everybody's like, go get a job. Yeah. That's not the issue. What's the details? Teach me the teach the me foundation. the template. What's the template I yeah. use? What's what's the header? How do I cater? They don't know that part. They know I probably should get a job. But nobody teach them the details. You right. get what I'm saying? So you got a lot of people that I learned to write things down in college, like mm-hmm. take notes, write it down, not yeah. from like a student's uh, uh, in class standpoint. It's just you put your to-do list together and you organize, but you're learning those things. A lot of people don't get that option. You get what I'm saying? So they have to have a foundation of God because some tools that you have, they don't. I didn't have that tool. I remember sitting in class in summer school and, and the teacher come in and say, y'all read, no, when the first day of school, she said, did y'all read the syllabus, the books I sent out? I'm sitting there, like, looking around, like, who the hell would do that? The whole class raised their hand. You get what I'm saying? So it was just, I was I was dumbfounded. I was blessed um, with, um, like, four or five freshmen that came in that year with me. And they knew I wasn't on their level. But they was, God, I'm telling you, God created so many different things for me that it made me okay. They knew I wasn't as smart as them. They knew I didn't have the same education. But they never, never belittled me. You know what I'm saying? They never looked down on me. If I would have had that... Any other school, if I was around my community, in a sense, they would have said certain things like, damn, you dumb. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just a natural instinct for, you know, we grow up with a smart uh, smart mouth. So um, I was blessed with that. These kids kind of took hold of me without saying, like, we know you're not on our level. But, we, man, they helped me. By the time I was a sophomore, I kind of understood. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think you're saying that it's like... 
everything in life has a purpose. Things have a good reason. Yep. And what you went ahead and did was find something that gave you structure <laughs> just to build your new life on because you realized you were introduced to a whole new different opportunity. Yeah. And you weren't going to waste a minute or, or even waste opportunity when you were presented with in plus. Oh, right. Because, I mean, you. But a lot of people don't recognize those things. Yeah. A lot of people don't recognize, oh, I was just given, like, someone just opened up a door. Am I about to walk through? But see, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't conscious. All I'm saying is, I know I play basketball. I, I was still, see, it's like a man, it's like a, a, a bad person getting a million dollars. They don't change them. This is who you are. It exposes them. You get what I'm saying? Like, that million dollars, all is going, you're just a bad person with a million dollars now. You're not, you didn't change here. A lot of people keep thinking the materialistic, they try to put this illusion up so you don't get to know them. You get what I'm saying? So the character of it changes. I didn't know. I was still the same person with the scholarship. I was a hustler. I was a gangster. I was in the streets. That's what I knew. So when I get to college, I got the same character. I just got a scholarship. But you, I'm, but you went to college. A lot of people wouldn't have walked through the door though. School, I don't mean school, like you. Yeah, but I'm thinking basketball. Right. When you I'm, had the motivation. Yeah, the I'm thinking when I got there, basketball season started right then. Oh. <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't know about seasons. Right. You know, like they have seasons. When I was ready, because I was always in football my whole career, so I never had a downtime. That means I was gonna be sitting here without doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm ready to play or I'm in AAU. You know, like, it was just a new world for me, especially California. You know what I'm saying? So, so how was that transition when, like, when you realized was, you had so much time? Did you still practice I'm a, and play, just keep your mind off of it? Or was that your little, um, little like. I'm gonna give you guys a sneak peek, man. My book is coming out this summer, man. And it's in that chapter of my freshman year, it's called Culture Shock. I wasn't ready. I didn't know how to organize it. You know what I'm saying? It was moving so fast. You gotta understand, my school is one of the richest schools in the country. That means everybody from 16, I mean 17 and up, is driving Bentleys and Benzes. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So I'm seeing all this. I am poor. <laughs> I'm poor at this school. You know what I'm saying? So I'm seeing all this, and it was crazy for me. And, um, that 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 just it was tough to transition without putting my looking over their fence. You know what I'm saying? Looking at their grass. You know what I'm saying? Because their lives is beautiful. These kids haven't been exposed. And it, appear, it, it appears beautiful, right? But yeah, but I mean, it's everybody got their struggles. Yeah, you know, and that's what I found out. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you go through what you know, and I start. I've never been around any other culture. This is my first time in about any around any culture. You know what I'm saying? What we was taught in the South is different. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't hang with certain races to a certain extent. You say hello, but you don't treat them like your people. I ended up being best for my... We had four four players come in. Three of them was black, two mixed breeds, one black, and uh, one white. The white guy was my, one of my best friends. Me and him hung out all the time. And I, I never knew this. This I never thought that was going to happen. After the summer, this guy, Chris, Chris Lewis, me and him hung out so much. You know what I'm saying? So it, it tripped me out. So... It, it was a culture, like I said, a culture shot. I learned so many new things that opened up my mind. I, if, if people really are open, like I said, I had great teammates where they just taught me a new world. Like, think. You know, when I'm sitting around in a room and the reason why I come back and I'm so into networking and talking to people because when I was with those guys, man, we were sitting and they talking about all elevation, all creative things. I've never sat around people that talk about creative things. That's like super that. important too, man, you know, your environment plays a huge role. Like, yeah. If the conversation in your house is negative, it's, it's not constructive, it's on some bullshit, like, yeah. that's all you're going to know. That's yeah. all you're going to You're a product about. of your environment. Exactly.
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody says, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah. And it's not right. wrong. Yeah. Because you can, if you're going to, let's say, your home's house and what, you're just talking about video games, talking <laughs> about sports. Right. It's, trust me, like, it's all good conversation. Yeah. But is it going to help you progress? Are you just you got out there talking sure. about girls? Yeah. You got certain, yeah, you got settings where you got moments like that, like, we at the game, but sometimes you do want somebody to call you and really elevate you. You know, I look at my, my, my call logs, like my, my messages and everything, and I, and I love that a lot of people on my screen now, it, it's de- basically life has to delete anybody that's not talking about it. Not even, I do it on purpose now, but yeah. as I was growing, I could, it, my, my screens changed, my text message changed, my conversations changed, so many things, it's not even on, it's on purpose now, like I say, but at first it was just life was moving, and I knew I wanted to elevate, this year I've dedicated myself to knowledge and wisdom, you know, I pray for that every day, because um, for me, strategically, like you say, planning and learning that, it, it, you just, you're just more ready for where you're trying to go. What are your go-tos to acquire knowledge? Because, uh, you know, I like to clear it out, like, mm-hmm. there's an abundance of information. Yeah, you, know, you can live in a very blessed time period. You can go get it. <laughs> you can learn anything for free yeah. on the internet yeah. in a matter of hours. Yeah. You can have a whole new language in I, a couple of days. I yeah, really don't kind of narrow it down. For me now, it's like I just enjoy like new things. You know, the knowledge of I don't have like I I obviously my passion, certain things I'm trying to do, pursue. I'm way more detailed into that, but I'll put on a, a documentary or a show, and you're gonna find it's like at night when you you watching a commercial, and then all of a sudden that big bold letter, them, them, uh, that sentence stick out, they highlight it and pull it off the screen. Moments like that happen when you're just watching anything, and it sticks, even if it's spiritually, you know what I'm saying? Any anything, it, it could hit you in any kind of way. You know well put, man, because you know you could learn from any situation yeah. from anyone, yeah. but you just have to be. Yeah. A, a lot, lot of, of people yeah, a lot of people think it's a book. <laughs> it's like nah, like I didn't read books that freshman year. These kids around me was just so smart. You get what I'm saying? Like I just learned so much from them from just sitting there listening. And they, these kids elevated my mind so much. It tripped me. Even when I go back to Cali, I can call my friend Raymond Murdoch or Daniel Fleming right now, and they only have motivational kind of not like go do good it's just like you listen to him and you just like dude y'all still the same and i love it but california has that vibe also like it's different in california i'm not gonna lie it's it's like uh everybody's out there entrepreneurs so it's, and also they growing that, that that issue out there it's, they also <laughs> growing awesome. yeah they're super out of there i had a lot of people like that like but um valley, right? tech companies are you know the brightest minds are are always seeking information yeah but you have to determine what kind of information you let in and that's a huge factor because time is oh yeah time is a luxury I, I said this all the time like time is the only luxury you have so if you if you sit and like you know watch something for eight hours and you think like all right, i'm getting information you gotta have the right thing on you gotta have the right frequency what you putting in your body is just like that diet of food. But you also 100%. gotta have that mindset with events in your life. Like, am I really gonna accept this memory, this event as what yeah. it was? Like, let's yeah. say certain things. An unfortunate event. Are you gonna let it be a negative impact, or are you gonna pull the positive from it and learn from it in order to progress and correct yeah. whatever you need? Well, to that's correct. like, yeah, that's easier to say 
than it is. Oh, you. much easier. No, it's no, not. No one says it's not. It's not. But it's, think see, about it though. But, Some shit goes down. You don't want to think about it. You don't want to be like, yo, my father just died. How do I get the positive out of this? Like, no, you're not. It's not conscious. Listen, when I say it's in you, this is not no moment. If it's if it's who you are, you don't have to have that conversation, that discussion. When I when I will get to it, but when I went to prison, I made a decision. It was no like how I'm elected. You you can wake up and make a decision. People make it hard. Like say if you want to work out. Yeah. I want to get up at five a.m. every morning. People say I'm gonna start Monday. I'm start right then and there. This here is cold. It's the most dominant piece of the of, of anything in your body. Exactly. That moment you can make that decision. You live it. So when those moments do happen. I was ready because I made a decision a long time ago, like, nah, this is what it is. Right. And I stick to my mind. You get what I'm saying? It's nothing I'm going to let you call negative. I don't even use the word. I've taken out a tire for this That's year. That's your default. Your default is positive now. Yeah, it's like, it's nothing. People like I, people don't know I went through what I went through because I don't care. My, I, Let's I was, talk about that. Ooh. If you want to. Ooh, so. That like amazing journey yeah. in college. Let's go. Um... My junior year, we beat UConn, March Madness. My stock goes crazy. It's NBA time, right? Stock goes crazy. Everybody's calling. I got Milwaukee in the gym, Phoenix Suns calling. You get what I'm saying? Lakers call. I'm like, yo, this never crossed my mind. I just wanted to play basketball. People right. like, I remember when certain things happened, people like, oh, you, you, your dreams. I'm like, that wasn't my dream. I left at 15 and 16 because my moms and them, I knew they was going through it. My people. My my dream is to feed them. I never dreamed to go to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? It was just, it had been an opening. Somewhere God opened that up and said, you can do this. It's like a byproduct of your... Yeah. yeah. And people was like, oh, you did, this happened. So your dream, it became a passion for me because right. it, 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 it changed. I mean, people getting days just for shooting a basketball. We got a day. In LA for shooting a basketball. Understand, your child can pick a ball, basketball up right now. Do yeah. you think he gonna get a day for no. picking that little ball up? It can change your life. So at the end of the day, like I said, that was kind of my motivation. I don't even know if basketball was my passion. My yeah. passion was helping my family, changing the changing that cycle. You right. know what I'm saying? So my junior year, man, was crazy. Um, senior year, man, I should have left my junior year. Senior year, I come back, tear my Achilles, boom. My mind, everything's changed. Right. My stock dropped. You get what I'm saying? I got to rebuild myself. End up having two surgeries in my uh, medical year. And, uh, man, that year was crazy. So, I graduate college. I leave the school. Um, the all-time leading scorer, all-time assists, all steals. And then I'm like the first person ever in the WCC, even beyond Steve Nash, to lead the school with scoring and assists. And uh, so it was an amazing career, dude. When I say it was it was crazy. Like, it was, it was the best time of life. You know what I'm saying? So I go to the NBA. Uh, I get picked up with the Phoenix Suns. And then I go to the Wizards for a little bit. And, uh, man, one of the craziest things happened. I go home. I come to Houston, see my mom, and uh, around 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. in the morning, uh, I hear a loud knock on the door, and uh, I go to the door, I look out the peephole, and right then and there, I see FBI agents sitting outside the door with numerous of people running around the house. Uh, this was out in Cyprus. So uh, I'm not thinking nothing of it at the moment. Uh, I open the door, and that's when, um, you know, in seconds, my life changed. You know, they put the guns on me. 
tell me to get on the floor. My mom's run out. She's in tears. Um, and as you know, as a kid, you know what I'm saying, that's the closest thing we got, which me and my mom's relationship wasn't that close, but that's still my mom. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. to see her run out crying, it was like a movie, dude. It blew my mind. And the agents is running in. You know what I'm saying? And you got to understand how old are you got? You said you was 23. 22. So I'm around 23. I'm, I'm, I'm a year older than you. Yeah. And I'm watching about 15 FBI. Yeah, I'm watching 15 FBI agents running the house. You know what I'm saying? So right then, I got a foot next to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's time to sign everything. Yeah. And um, this is what life was for. This moment. Like, hey, I didn't work my ass off. I sacrificed my son. I didn't get enough time with my son. I'm sacrificing so much to be at this level. You know what I'm saying? You have so, to do time? Yeah. So... I go down, they do the whole, like, first 48 thing and everything. I sit in there a few days, and then I get out on bond. So for the next two years, I'm fighting for my life. Two and a half years, I'm fighting for my life. The verdict read um, um, conspiracy. You know, I had knowledge of a conspiracy. Um, the judge sentenced me to prison. Uh, I went to prison in Yazoo, Mississippi, which, if you've been online lately, um, Jay-Z and Yo Gotti has pushed the issue because... Um, the prisons down there are really bad for us, new humanity. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's that's been crazy, man. And um, yeah, I, I I went to prison. Uh, I was sentenced March 1st, um, 2013, um, and I went in May 31st, um, 2013. What was the mindset like going in? Man, it, you know, I mean, it's it's, a, it's, it's a, not the best thing to have occurred, especially when. A lot of successes on the verge. Oh man, to get that high, um, to to get to that level of success, and you guys would have to see the movie where you just like, oh, it was like that. You know, yeah. to come from where I came from through that whole journey, to get to the door, and soon when they crack it, it gets slammed in my face, and I worked hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But you know what? I try to tell people, man, life is an illusion, and if when you when it's a moment life that you're going through that's not really what it is you gotta look deeper and me my, my spirit is connected to God and I had to get deeper and in those two and a half years what God gave me was him I wasn't connected to, with my son as much you get what I'm saying I had a I was in college but I didn't see the value or the big picture of understanding hey you're a father you get what I'm saying and my family that I left back when I was 15 he gave me all that back you know what I'm saying? So while I'm going through this case, I knew what I did in this case. It held its weight, but that wasn't, I don't think, what God was trying to get my attention. So now I'm all of a sudden, I'm in classroom, teacher meetings. We had birthday parties, cupcakes, all those things that I missed out on. And that's the value. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking, like, I'm going through hell. But after a while, I start paying attention. But I changed my, my settings in my, in my life. You know what I'm saying? I changed who I am, saying... Listen, this is this is actually okay. This is this gonna be okay, and you're gonna get through this. You know what I'm saying? I thought probably you wouldn't know. I, and I think the biggest thing for anybody, this is who you can tell if you are, no matter what you're going through, if you can keep the same character, that's gangster. You know, people think gangster is being hard. If you can keep who you are going through whatever you are, because sometimes when you get money, all of a sudden you see a new person. Keep the same character. I mean, if you if, if the person, the character you got is solid. But you couldn't tell if I was going through hell or not. Because I, every time I saw a person, I was upbeat, good energy, being positive. 
And then I was like, yeah, I probably got to go to prison next week. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it'll trip you out. So so it, it, would, it would just blow people's mind, the, the nonchalant I was about, because I understand, not, I don't want to say I understand, but I, I pray to the real judge. You know what I'm saying? I remember sitting in the courtroom, and the judge was just like, uh, you won't play this game again. You know, you keep the records, sign us in the very bonds, and he just kind of looked at me. And I'm 23 years old, 24 years old, and he's looking at me like I'm a menace to society. This is point yeah. shape. So for people that don't know, I went to prison for point shape. Uh, point shape is deciding the outcome of a game. Uh, right now, uh, what I would tell y'all, um, God is so good, man. So I, I just speed up after prison. I get out. Uh, I get an opportunity to play ball and basketball again. And um, so you got to understand, point shaving in sports is like killing an officer and trying to get back on the force. Really? Yeah, it's the worst thing you can do in sports. That's crazy. So, obviously, you know, point shaving. So, um, God opened up those doors again, man. I've been playing the last six years. Um, and then what's crazy, man, he took it to a whole other level. Where, what, what team were you? Uh, I was overseas. I was in Germany, Venezuela, South America, um, uh, Lebanon. I was in Beirut. I was in Hungary, Vienna. So, yeah, I, I've kind of been all over, you know, now China. Uh, I was, I, I've kind of been all over now. God's blessed me. But for me to be able to get back to play basketball again, um, I was super thankful. I met a lot of amazing people along my journey. Uh, a lot of angels God put in my life. A lot of demons, but I learned how to differentiate. The biggest thing for me is a certain, you know, um, but it's certain people blessed and certain people are less. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't. That's a, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, I don't look at it as a negative. I, I've taken negative out of my context because after you go through all that, if I'm sitting here telling you I'm going through all that, I got new armor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't use what they go through as new armor. It's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm built on a whole nother level. I can sit next to people and I know it's a lot in me. I know this journey is not this, the same as that. You know what I'm saying? It's a lie in me. And I built built up a new army. I know God has got me on. So it's definitely no worries now, you know, like <laughs> I like that you so, had mentioned that because you're not wrong. I mean the more you stay true to yourself and the more you keep that positive energy, I've noticed a lot of people when they go through things, I mean of course your reactions would be, I feel like shit. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. Right. I'm not I'm like, why would I smile if I feel bad? Right. You know, I'm just gonna go about my day, get through it, and then I can go home and be by myself. Right. But just a little difference by still being positive, still smiling, and realizing it changes. Look, you just have to go through it. You you have to go through it, but you have to do your best. If you want to get out of the situation, you're gonna want you, a positive influence. You're not gonna continue to let all these negative things just hurt you and damage facts. you and break you down. Facts. Why not? Retain yourself, yeah. build yourself, and stay strong. Yeah. And once you find through it, so many more opportunities open up. And I think it's it's, it's just easier to play the victim. Yeah, it's yeah. all like you could have taken. Yeah, you know, uh, you don't look at it that way, but you yeah, taken that yeah. Loss I could I could have called it, and that's and that's that's yeah. the most the most substance of my story. When I'm speaking to these kids and I'm telling, I'm like, listen, I got the option. There's no expectation. First of all, I'm the first person to graduate college. I'm the first person to do anything on this level in my family. So I have the option of quitting because there's the expectations are not high. Nobody gonna you get what I'm saying? It's nobody would have told me anything. Do you know how mental you have to be to re- reprogram yourself and rebuild yourself through all this? I can quit basketball. Man, that was a lot. I set out three years. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have quit a long time ago and nobody would have said anything. Is that how long you were, you were in for? I was in for a year. Yeah, but I was, uh, I had set out two years for us before I got sentenced. And, um, it was just, it was just a crazy deal where it was like, like you say, man, I do have the option for, because a lot of stories you hear, some people, I hear a lot of speakers and they say, oh, I almost did. Or, you know, they tell him, they tell him, they tell him fictional stories. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I can sit up here when I, so I'll speed you up. So now I'm able to go speak at university. So I'm basically the sports vet awareness ambassador now for the NCAA, you know, and that's my journey with it. So now I go to these universities and I speak to these college kids and I educate them through my experience. It's different when you're sitting there with a PowerPoint. The impact is different. But when I can sit here and say, listen, I lost everything. You get what I'm saying? It's going, it's going, it's, you're going to feel that different. You know what I'm saying? I lost everything because of the decision I made. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's way crazier than somebody sitting up saying, listen, the statistics of people going to jail are, it's different. You know? Someone can tell you a fact or something they read online or something they read in a book, but when there's credibility behind it, which I'm not saying, you know, a textbook won't, but if someone tells you you can still go through these things and still live the life that you want, yeah. actually seeing an example of that is like, oh, this yeah. Isn't, this isn't yeah. This yeah. isn't something I just read. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. seeing this. this. is this is literally in your face. Like, right. I, and then I get, I tell that story, and the kids give me great feedback. But the one thing I get a lot, how you come back from that? Because they got their phones, they can immediately Google me. You get what I'm saying? So immediately they they ask those questions, and then they say, how you come back from that? Because I'm looking at some of my people in there. You get what I'm saying? So they're saying, listen, my people, we going through stuff, and what's sad, like. Uh, another topic, I know we're on time, but uh, another topic is these kids being paid, you know, um, for it's their, sensitive. right, you know what I'm saying, so for me, it's like, yes, you need to pay them, because in my position, I was vulnerable, you get what I'm saying, but you got a lot of kids that these coaches don't get into their lives, and they're not asking what you're really going through, you know what I'm saying, they just, oh, you can, you can perform at a high level, right. they not knowing you taking the breadwinner of the family from their, from their nest, Mama can't really move. She can't work no more. She old. You got three brothers and sisters. You the head person. But you at this college. They not giving you no money. But they selling out. That that LSU game was crazy. You see how many people there? They sell more than the Saints. That game packs, that stadium packs more than the NFL team. Come on, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I, 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 it was killed me because I would go perform, and I knew all these people was coming there to see me. I would go perform, and then all of a sudden, I go back to my room. I'm poor, <laughs> but I just sold out this 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 arena. You know, it was some of the best times because I knew that was when I was the richest person in the room in the arena. But when I left, I could feel it. You know, like yo, I can't. I'm doing all this, and my people calling. Everybody seeing me on ESPN. And I go back and like, oh, it, that's an illusion. Perception became reality for a lot of people. But um, yeah, man, the same thing that'll tear you down, gotta rebuild you with. And for me to be able to step in that light, and uh, even being here with you guys to share my story, man, I'm, I'm just thankful. You know what I'm saying? That I don't look like where I've been through. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's it's been an amazing journey for my son sitting right there. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, it's just so many things that in, that in grew and matured from. You know, and it's, it's, I've got connected with God. And like I say, man, shouts out to Braylon. That's my six-month-old. He's, he's in the world now, man. So um, it's, it's just been it's just been blessings, man. Appreciate it. Where can they find your Instagram? 
Uh, I am Brandon Johnson, man. Make sure you guys tune in, man. Go follow me. Um, the website is www.brandonsboldjourney.com, man. You guys can catch me on there. And uh, we're gonna we're starting a tour uh, next month. I'll be heading around to a lot of universities. So if you want to book me or anything, uh, I am a public speaker. I am official, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you can put, book me, man. Go on the site or hit my uh, Instagram or Facebook, whatever it takes, man. You guys let me know if you know any kids that need mentoring, anything like that, man. I'm completely open to that. Uh, I'm just really looking to educate, inspire, and motivate, man. So um, you guys stay on the lookout, man. A lot of big things coming this year, man. So appreciate 2020 new decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm, I'm running this decade. I'm just going to say that. I apologize to anybody who was trying to run it. Um, I'm just a little bit faster, man. I'm, I'm, no, nah, I'm just playing, but now nah, I'm excited about this year, man. I'm excited. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.